All right. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Skill Up Like a Superhero, the podcast that answers the questions that you have about careers and certifications in tech. I am your host, as always, Dwayne Natwick, also known as Captain Hyperscaler, uh, a certified trainer for Microsoft, uh, ISC2, Asaka, and CompTIA, uh, with close to 40 years of industry experience, uh, where I have served multiple roles in IT. Uh, today, we will be talking about aligning your career path through certifications. And let's meet today's guest. Uh, I have with me today, Dan Ray. Hello, Dan. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into IT? Yeah, Dwayne, thanks for having me. I started my IT career several years ago, probably about uh, 30, 31 years ago. I had dropped out of college finding my way into uh, computer work full-time. And I had a friend that I had met at college. I had three years at a four-year university, so you don't get a diploma for three years at a four-year <laughs> institution. But a friend of mine that had graduated ended up working at a company in IT and realized my background in IT and my major in accounting would be a great fit for the service desk, the help desk at the time. And so in the 90s, I had an opportunity to interview with a company that my wife has been working for for over 25 years. We worked there together for two years and uh, had an opportunity to get into IT there and then left there for other opportunities in consulting and then eventually training. Very good. Very good. Yeah. And yeah, you, um, you are an MCT, right? Microsoft yes. certified trainer. Do, any other, any other certification paths that you teach other than Microsoft? Yeah, I didn't get into much other than Microsoft from a certification perspective. I have taken the Amazon, uh, the very first one, and I, I don't even recall the uh, credential. The practitioner. At this point. The practitioner. Yes, thank yeah. you. The practitioner. <laughs> so kind of like their fundamentals is. Yep. Exactly. It's exactly it. their fundamentals. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, you, I mean, you do a lot of a lot of uh, talks. I know. Uh, you know, you do uh, do conversations on LinkedIn around uh, career development and training. So, like me, you focus a lot with it, about career development and training. You know, within uh, within your day to day. What what uh, what would you say the role of certifications play in help preparing uh, our listeners for a particular career path? Yeah, that's a great question and one that I get asked an awful lot. Most people look at certifications as something that may augment formal education. For me, my formal education was kind of the knock on my resume, if you will. That first manager had to go to his boss and kind of convince his boss that, yeah, this guy doesn't have a four-year university, but he has practical experience with computers, with support, with the things that I was doing full-time at uh, Computerland at the time. And certification for me can either be that stepping stone into, you know, what a college degree might have done or can do along with certification. You know, I have a degree in computer science or computer programming or management information systems or whatever it might be, certification allows you to augment that with maybe specifics to Microsoft or Amazon or um, CompTIA provides the opportunity to just show those general broad 
types of certification. So when I took my MCSE, for example, one of the requirements was either to take CompTIA's A plus certification and have that, or to take Microsoft's network fundamentals at the time. And I chose to take the Microsoft network fundamentals as one of the first six certifications that I needed to become a Microsoft certified systems engineer at the time. They changed it to expert. I think they've done away with that at this point mm. and gone to other types of acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's that's an interest that's an interesting point in how you got in and how uh, you know how uh, around around certifications and and building those. I, I had a particular uh, position that I applied for and uh, and the and the line manager wanted to hire me for it. And I didn't at the time. I didn't have any certifications, and one of the and one of the requirements was the MCSE, and I didn't have it. Um, and I what got me the position was uh, was the uh, was the manager was like, well, can you show me you know some you know some architectures and some scopes of work that you'd written you know around around you know building a you know an IT infrastructure. So that's what I provided and and got the position, but. You know, as now, you know, I think I think now versus, you know, versus then, you know, me and you have been in the industry, it seems like about, you know, about the same amount of time. Um, surprisingly, because we look so young, you know, our, our, our viewers won't see that on on the audio. But, exactly. You know, of course. <laughs> trust us. We, uh, trust us. We, we look young. Uh, we uh, we you know, the the access to certifications is much broader now and much uh much more attainable i think for you know for the masses uh you mentioned like the aws practitioner exam uh, you know there's the fundamentals exams for you know for microsoft and and all of that are much more accessible for those that are that are branching into it what do you, what are your thoughts around that yeah the first certification i took back in the day was the Windows client certification because it was where I was spending most, the majority of my time was in Windows and Windows support. So I had started working with servers, but I figured, you know, it really makes sense to start with what I live and breathe and use every day. The fundamentals for me at least have kind of replaced that in a recommendation because Microsoft 365 fundamentals or Azure fundamentals allow you really to not have to get into all of the details and the technical uh, details of the technologies, but more of the maybe concepts of Microsoft 365, for instance, and the client apps, and that includes Windows and can include mobile management with the Azure fundamentals, understanding Microsoft's cloud computing strategy, terms, terminology, and it's, it's an easy place to get maybe a quick win and get a certification and get your Microsoft certified professional and your, your number and, and all of that. And then branching out into either more specific certifications. For instance, I do the uh, Managing Microsoft Teams MS700 course quite a bit. And there are there have been other Microsoft Teams courses that are true certifica certification uh, qualified courses. 
No, yeah, that's 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 great. Yeah, getting started, you know, and going into that associate and expert level. You mentioned you mentioned your first cert. My first certification was the Bixie RCDD. I was a structured cabling guy. So, <laughs> and now now all I talk about is cloud. So uh, so you know how the how the career evolves in tech. Uh, but yeah, the the you know, the going. I, I always. Um, recommend you know going for those fundamental certs for that exact reason it gives you that broad brush of the technology uh and then and then from there uh you can uh can take that into a much more uh specific area an area that you're you have a passion and an interest in because if you, you know, and what i always tell you know tell anybody that i'm talking about a you know breaking into tech or security or whatever it is, you got to have a passion about it because if you don't have a passion about it, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, arduous to, uh, to be around it. You know, you, you know, you, and, and when you interview for a particular position in that, if it's not something you're passionate about, the interviewer is going to see that, see right through you and, uh, and understand that. And, and the certifications themselves, uh, you know, everybody has their own opinions about certifications and their validity, you know, whether somebody just, uh, you know, is strong in book learning and things like that to pass an exam. But uh, but the one positive to it from, you know, from our, you know, a a person that's getting certified as well as somebody that is looking at somebody's resume uh, that is cert, you know, that is certified versus somebody that's not is, is the level of effort that they put into getting certified. You know, they, they've done some sort of training. They've done some level of, there's some level of, of, um, of initiative that they've taken to do that. And, you know, I'm sure from you, you know, from your standpoint, you know, teaching classes, obviously, you know, you, you can see that and you can pick that out of, out of your students, I would assume as well in terms of who those who those students are that are taking the initiative to learn or whether they're just placed in that class. <laughs> yeah. And that's a lot of what you realize as a technical trainer, especially for like a larger organization. Sometimes the organization may just say, hey, we have these vouchers or we have this amount of training and they just put people in the class and you and you don't feel the passion for what you're teaching for a day or for a week from them. The first time I had students that were super engaged, one, they had paid for it themselves and two, they were taking the class at night. And so not only were they paying for the class themselves, seeing the value in what they were doing, but they were taking their own personal time. It wasn't, hey, I've got a week to learn this mm -hmm. class. It was three hours a night for several weeks. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. You know, they're taking time out of their out of their day and and all of that. And those, those yeah, those are the ones that are passionate about it. Uh, those are the ones that you get the uh, you know the, the one the ones that aren't passionate about it are always the ones that that uh, don't give you the good uh, the good surveys at the end too. In a lot of, in a lot of times, because <laughs> they're because they're just angry about being there in general. But uh, but like I said, yeah, those are those are going to be the ones that probably aren't going to sit for the exam uh, and and don't and don't get ahead. And that's really you know really what it comes down to is we're in a, in a world of constantly changing technology. And if you're, if you're not, um, if you're not out there learning, you're not going to, you know, increase your, uh, your, um, your career benefits, uh, your career benefit, as well as your economic uh, potential uh, without, uh, without 
showing some sort of of uh, of way that you are continually learning and providing that initiative and certifications are going to going to do that. You know, of course, you can take a class, get a certificate for it, not take the exam, whatever. But you're still learning. You're still taking that initiative. So uh, so those are always uh, those are always positives around that. Um, do you is that something you agree with as well, Dan? Yeah, definitely. The idea of continuous learning is super important. The idea of getting certification may be that validation of the work that you did in taking the class. And it's public validation that follows you as a professional. That was something else. I just had a discussion about with somebody that was thinking about taking their Microsoft courses under their work email. And my suggestion was, hey, time out. That work email may not follow you for your entire mm -hmm. career. Think about using a personal email so that those certifications and those validations of your skills follow you as a person, not necessarily your association with a company. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, definitely. That's always always the thing that I I tell them to. Yeah, use 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 a personal email. I was like checking actually today uh, about you know, I was looking at my credly and I've got like seven different email addresses tied to my my <laughs> tied to my credly account <laughs> just because different badges came from different places like I you know I had to I had to use a a a company AWS account at one point because the company was paying the vouchers and stuff like that it was just how the voucher system worked um, right. but uh but yeah uh, but yeah definitely uh, you want to tie them into uh, into your personal email uh, so that it does follow you, you know, throughout your career. So, uh, again, those are, those are super important, you know, important tips and tricks and really life hacks that we, uh, that we need, need to consider when we're, when we're doing those, you know, these, these certifications are going to be with you for life. Um, I just had a really good, um, great email come across to me, uh, today, actually, I taught, uh, a ISC two course, uh, back, um, back in the, in the fall and one of the students passed the exam and they, you know, they said, you know, nice. said, said, Hey, you know, I appreciate, you know, appreciate everything that, that you did on it. And the interesting thing was, was when we were going through the class and we were doing, you know, I do Slido quizzes so that, you know, make it a little bit more gamified when you're doing, doing like a domain uh, assessment or don't, you know, do domain review. And in those knowledge checks, uh, this particular student was was never at the top of the class in terms of those 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 question those reviews. Now you know we just went through the, the content and did a quiz did a quiz right after the content was done. So uh, so I can understand you know you, you know some people don't don't handle that pressure well or don't don't comprehend it all right away. But they were the first one in the class to pass the exam after you know, since, awesome. since the class was there. So those you know those and you know as as teachers as mcts that's that's what makes us keep teaching right <laughs> and 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 you know i get the same kind of uh kind of pride out of somebody passing that exam as as close to probably what they have in passing that exam and that's you know those are great those are great things when you when you see those types of uh that type of feedback from uh from your students yeah i know at microsoft i was there full time for a while and as a certified trainer a lot of times when Microsoft put the focus even internally uh, on getting certified, I had the opportunity to kind of dust off those training skills of, yeah, you work for Microsoft, but do you know the, you know, the intricacies of 
either the fundamentals of a technology or maybe a technology that you don't work with every day. I took, for instance, the, I think it was the dynamics fundamentals, and that's not my day-to-day. So I had to brush up on that. Same thing with the Amazon certification. It's not my day-to-day. So, mm-hmm. you know, learning and, and putting on that student's hat for a little while of, I don't know any of these terms, terminologies. I know cloud computing, but I don't know that through the lens of Amazon or from Google. It's an opportunity to kind of put yourself in the seat of your student. Yeah, no, that's that, that's great. And to, and to kind of take that a step further, uh, when you put yourself in that seat or you have somebody that comes to you asking you, uh, hey, I, you know, I want to get certified. Um, what are you know, some of the recommended resources uh, and, uh, and recommendations that our listeners can go to to get started in, uh, in, building, that, in building that knowledge and, and going down that path? Yeah, I, I always think of using YouTube as one of the first recommended places to get information from a standpoint of experts in the field, certified trainers, people that are passionate, like you said. They're not going to do a, a review or an exam review on YouTube if they're not passionate about the mm-hmm. technology. Microsoft Press has books for many of their exams. I always enjoyed the books because a lot of times, especially earlier, I wasn't necessarily with a computer 24-7. So having a physical book, whether I was doing a commute downtown Chicago on the train or, you know, watching the kids at a sporting event or, you know, something where I had some time for myself and could open that book and, and study at the airport, it was handy to have um, materials that were very context um, focused from a standpoint of the technology, but also had a lot of screenshots. So you didn't have to feel like I'm missing out because I can't see the Azure portal mm-hmm. or I can't see, you know, whatever the technology is you're studying for. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've written three exam guides myself for uh, not for Microsoft press, but for PACT. So, uh, so yeah, I, and, and they've done, uh, done very well uh, for you know from that standpoint. So obviously, you know, there's others that have, that have uh, that feel that same way uh, that you know having that physical. And I, I did a podcast at um, at my previous company back uh, back a few months ago where I had somebody had people from Pact. I had somebody from a learning partner as well as uh, as well as somebody from LinkedIn Learning talking about the different aspects of you know whether in you know in person or virtual. Uh, virtual instructor-led training versus versus the book uh, versus uh, versus the on-demand kind of you know kind of training that like LinkedIn Learning does and and the different aspects of them uh, to uh, and and how you how you know how one's not better than the other uh, but like you said it, it can be they can all supplement each other because like you said you could be on the train or at a you know at a sporting event or in between sporting events if it's a tournament or something like that. And you might not always have the internet access to, to do something, you know, do something online. So having a, having that, uh, having that physical book is always good. You know, like you said, YouTube, you know, people don't put YouTube videos out unless they're passionate about what they're talking about. So you're going to get a lot of passion around those videos and, uh, and that information, um, you know, uh, the, you know, following you know, other MCTs and MVPs, um, I know, Dan, you do uh, you do a little uh, LinkedIn 
uh, talk around certifications as well, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, we've done quite a few different um, either topics or shows. Uh, weekly now we're doing an Azure and AI show and several Microsoft certified trainers, several MVPs have either been guests or assist with hosting that weekly. And then every month we started probably a year and a half ago, a online show primarily on LinkedIn, but also on YouTube and, you know, Facebook or other platforms using either StreamYard or Restream as the technology. And that's just called journey to the cloud. So it's more about what is that journey, almost like what you're doing here. You know, what mm -hmm. is that journey to training, certification, career look like for you? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one I'm thinking of. I I, I do subscribe to that, um, and so uh, so I get the get the announcements when they when you're going live and 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 presenting them. I'm going to make sure to uh, one of the things around my around my guests as as they give nice little tidbits and links and everything. I'll I'll make I make sure to put it in the description of the podcast so that so everybody has links to uh, to those great resources uh, as a as a follow up as well. So. Uh, so we'll make sure that uh, that we get um, get everybody the link to the journey to the cloud uh, LinkedIn LinkedIn video cast as well because uh, you know because that's really what really what we're trying to do with this podcast is really just give people different perspectives uh, you know and you you've provided a really great perspective as well uh, around around the around the learning aspect of things um, you know uh, and and uh, really appreciate. Uh, your time here today. Is there any closing thoughts or anything you want to share with our listeners before we bring this to a close? Yeah, you know, the the benefit of certification is not only for you personally, but for, from my experience, uh, career openers. If your company doesn't necessarily support you in your career and your certification journey, the first manager I had before I became certified was th thumbing through resumes to look for another team member. And the first thing he was looking at on all these, at the time, physical resumes was whether or not they were certified. So I asked my manager, would you support my certification journey and getting me certified? He said, well, you already work here. I'm not gonna pay for your certifications. I left that job to work for a Microsoft certified partner that not only paid for my certifications, but gave me bonuses based on those certifications because mm -hmm. it means something to them. Yeah. So if you're finding certification difficult to get because you're not getting support from your current employer, maybe you wanna look for an employer that does see the value and supports you on that certification journey. That's a really good point. Uh, and like I say, yeah, it, it kind, of a, kind of that, uh, you know, are you, are you investing in the people that you have uh, you know, or are you trying to uh, bring new people in that that are more qualified than the people that you have? You know, it's kind of that uh, you know that chicken and egg kind of situation from that standpoint. And, and and yeah, that's the case. If if they if you're not getting that uh, that type of of um, support out of your current employer, uh, then find some. Yeah, I mean, there's there are definitely. We know, you know, we all know that there is a shortage of, of people that are, you know, cloud knowledgeable and uh, and cloud security knowledgeable and certified out there. With you know, there's a huge cybersecurity shortage out there, 
And the more people that get certified, the more uh, the more opportunity it creates uh, out there for everybody. So so certainly, yeah, great points there, Dan. And uh, and I really appreciate you joining me today and uh, joining me for this podcast. Um, and uh, you know, we'll bring this podcast to a close now. Uh, and uh, please subscribe if you're listening to this. Subscribe on your on your favorite uh, podcast service. Uh, to uh, to be up to date with upcoming episodes, or if there's something you heard uh, heard from me or Dan today, uh, you can listen to it again. Uh, but until next time, always be learning and skill up like a superhero. Thanks, everybody. You started a podcast.